Hey y'all, welcome back to I Am The Podcast. Uh, my name is Eva Rillen and I have a guest today. Can you introduce yourself? Yes, my name is Alnaika. I'm 27 years old. I'm from the island of St. Martin and I live mm. here in Amsterdam. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here. Same. So how are you today? I'm doing okay. I'm tired, but I had a productive day, so I'm good tired. Mm, good tired yeah that's good to hear yeah so overall i'm doing pretty great back to work school has begun again so i'm busy booked and busy busy. (laughs) back to work yeah how long have you not been to work like what what is it that you actually do okay so i'm a teacher i teach english at an mbo school here in amsterdam and we haven't been to work well at location since march march 13th was my last work day. Oh, wow. So I've been working at home since March. And then we just, we started back working at location, at location, September 7th. So oh, seven, wow. Yeah. So roughly March. six months Ooh, without being in the midst of people. And what was that like for you? It was a struggle, to be honest, because I am an introvert. I can be at home, Mm -hmm. but the fact that my space was no longer my space to the extent where I couldn't come home and relax and I had to do everything within my small, confined space, it drove me crazy. Mm. It drove me really crazy because there was no routine. I had to create a whole new routine for myself, which was difficult. Yeah. So it was very testing for me to be disciplined. Oh, that's deep. Yeah. It was a test. It was a trial. And did you pass? To a certain extent, yes. Because I got what I needed to do mm-hmm. done. Mm-hmm. So I guess it just the way that it went was not always as easy. So I I left a lot of, especially with school, because I still study it on the side. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm doing um, Master Eerste Graads Engels. Mm-hmm. So... When it comes to my schoolwork, I left a lot of it for the last minute, and which had me like rushing, stressing, <laughs> crying, ready to quit. Oh my god, that's not funny. You were it, crying. It's not funny. I could laugh about it now because it's in the past, but I was struggling because it was just a lot to do in a short period of time, and I didn't stick to. How do I say? I didn't stick to the things that I needed to do in order to not be stressed at the end. Mm. So I passed what I needed to pass, but it was trying. It was very trying. It was very trying. But I mean, here in Amsterdam, I word on the street is that the second wave is it's actually here or it's coming back. I don't know, but don't now know. you know what you have to do. To- now I can handle it differently. So I know what to expect. I have because like we teach um, at location, but mm-hmm. like half of my classes are still online. So mm-hmm. the aspect of teaching online is not new anymore. Mm. So that takes away the whole preparation stress stuff because I already pre- prepare my lessons to be online. So I so have you know. so I have certain classes in the building, and then I have certain classes online. So that will be a bit different. It will be less stressful. Mm-hmm. I'll just have to get accustomed to being in my space again it'll make me want to redecorate everything then (laughs) (laughs) but it's kind of like because you're an introvert Mm -hmm. but you also felt like your space was being yeah i felt like i was abusing my space in a way that it was not meant to be Mm. used 
because I didn't have my house set up to the point where it could be my classroom, my study room. My house is my chill spot, my zen, my I zen part. I and I live you. in a studio, so it's not like I can really go into a next room and create another. No, I had to like deal with myself Everything in that in one space. Yeah. Wow. So that was difficult for me over the past few months. That was the most difficult part of it all. What I did like is the fact that I could wake up like 30 minutes beforehand and just <laughs> do what I have to do. And just sit there in front of and the camera. And just sit there, brush my teeth, wash my face, change my, sh my shirt, mm. and look presentable. But for the rest, yeah. I wouldn't want to do that again. I don't know. To me, like, more power to you. Because to me, it feels very difficult. Because mm -hmm. I get the whole space thing. And for a while, we had, like, conference calls and mm -hmm. meetings and Every whatever online. Hour and video call and i was like y'all in my living room and i don't like it mm -hmm. i felt because very invaded exactly because when i feel like hey i'm gonna i'm going to get up and get myself a cup of tea i'm not gonna ask you for permission <laughs> like oh my god it felt so yeah. weird and then and then they would be like oh yeah if it's if like yeah, yeah like, like let me business. be <laughs> let Jeez. me be like oh my yeah. god so i can i i can't even imagine what it's like it was rough. Being a teacher in your, like, in your own you're, space. Yeah, like, I felt like I had, like, 25 people in my house each hour. Ooh, it was annoying after a while. I didn't intense. feel, like, any rest in my place yeah, anymore. It just felt like just like office. Yeah, like you said, office. there's no room for you to, like, mm -hmm. change scenery mm -hmm. or just space, just everything. It was just there. <sighs> it was like I'm sitting at my table and i'm watching my bed like i want to be in my bed instead oh my of god. sitting here yeah. i hear you oh my god yeah well it was rough challenging times it was very challenging it took a toll on my mental health because i don't know like being with yourself the whole time it's intense it was intense and it made me look at myself in a different light like is this really what i do all day long is this my life is this what i want for my life like it made me really like reflect a lot I on know. myself yeah i know but it's covid covid made us mm -hmm. think that way cause yeah you're doing good <laughs> we're rooting for we're, you we're rooting for you rooting you're for good you. tired today and you're back at location yeah so it's, it's still it's alive yeah from, if i think about how it is now and in, in comparison to like april may was a really rough month mm -hmm. i'm doing better i feel better snap 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 yeah. snap 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 well, so you're here for my podcast. Exciting. I am the podcast. About time. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so yeah, this podcast is all about creating an awareness, having conversations with everyone, mm -hmm. just to yeah, just to create an awareness. Like, are we really aware of the things we say to each other, but also the words spoken to us? Mm -hmm. um, do you know who you are? Because Basically, when somebody asks you who you are, we always start with our name. Mm -hmm. But there's so much more behind our name. Like, mm -hmm. I'm trying to, I'm trying to dig deeper. I'm trying to create an awareness. I'm trying to, yeah. I'm trying a lot. There, are <laughs> there are many more layers to just your name. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, if you could complete this sentence for me, mm -hmm. I am. 
Whew, that's deep. <laughs> okay. I am present mm. because Snap. Present. My that's soul deep. is here at this moment. Because mm. I believe that, okay, my life is my soul. Mm-hmm. And my soul is connected to the name in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. So I am present because my soul is present at this moment. I'm here. Mm-hmm. So that's first and foremost. Secondly, I am a woman. I identify as a woman. I feel very feminine in more ways than one. Um, I am a daughter. I am a sister. I am a niece, an aunt, a friend, Mm. a best friend. I am a teacher. I am a poet. I am a writer. I am Elmaika. Ooh, I like it. I (laughs) like it. (laughs) Yeah. So when I think of myself, that's how I see myself, especially because I look at the people I have around me and what Mm -hmm. I mean to them as well. Mm -hmm. I am a lover. I am a fighter. I'm passionate. I'm very passionate about what I do and stuff that I care about. I like that. Yeah. And yeah. Being all of that, how what is what is your language like? Like and with that I don't mean you speaking English cuz Yeah. Do you mean like um my intrinsic language, like my love languages, or just my language in general? Your language in general, like, mm-hmm. um, is there something you do different when you um, talk to your niece? Yeah. Your so colleagues, I think that's a part friends. of my identity as well, because being from St. Martin, someone from St. Martin, I am a St. Martiner as well. St. Martiner. I am a St. Martiner SXM girl. <laughs> <laughs> So it's oh like, that plays a big role in my personality, the way mm-hmm. I speak, the way I think, the way I navigate life, because that's my roots. That's where I'm from. I was born and raised there. I moved here when I was 18. So I was already into my adulthood when I mm-hmm. moved here. So everything that I know and knew was island life. Mm. So, And is the way you think connected to the way you speak? In certain instances, because yes, the way I speak, I have my professional way of speaking and then Mm. i have when i'm with you or with my cousins with my family i'll just speak raw and just more relaxed but now Mm. when i'm teaching or in a professional setting air quotes i speak (laughs) more with articulation so people Mm. can understand but if i go and speak in english you understand nothing wise i love it yeah i love it i love it I think that also links to my identity with who i am because people always identify my accent before they even ask me where I'm from they're Mm. like are you English or are you from the Caribbean or so that's Mm. a part of me as well because I can't no matter how I force to speak in American accent or articulate my words better you can still hear my R's will be swallowed can you try because I've never heard that before what to speak your your professional English okay hello good evening I'm calling in regards to um the application (laughs) form you sent last week and uh, yeah, that's, that's being, American. Yes, oh that's being very professional and 
customer service like C- very customer service like yeah. very yeah. very wow but i can s- i usually slip in and out of it because especially when i'm comfortable to an extent so like if i'm teaching like my r's would be swallowed my t's mm-hmm. would be swallowed and that's something i can't control especially if i'm just speaking but if i'm really thinking about it then i can articulate differently oh wow yeah that's nice so it's exhausting. <laughs> I can imagine. Like, trying to do that switch. with Dutch. Ooh. In Dutch, I have to like articulate the Dutch way. And mm. sometimes I can't hide my accent when I no. speak Dutch. It's difficult. No. no. So, yeah. yeah. It's a struggle. Yeah. yeah. But you're killing it. You're killing it. I try. <laughs> <laughs> so there are, there are three layers that I would like to unfold. Yeah. You are a poet. Mm-hmm. A writer. Mm-hmm. And a lover. And a lover. Ooh. So you decide okay. which one would you like to unfold first? Let's talk about poetry. Ah, I like. Yeah. Okay. So unfolding poetry. I started writing poetry when I was probably like 13 or 14. Because as I said before, I'm an introvert. I'm, I was very passive as a child. I didn't mm. speak often. Mm-hmm. So in order for me to process emotion or just like write how I felt, it came out in the form of poetry. And to this day, it just happens. Like I don't write haikus and sonnets and all of that shit. Mm. I write more like prose poetry. So I would mm-hmm. like to convey a message and then it just comes out in a rhythmic flow. So it's not something that I study to do like okay the first line has to match the third line yeah, and yeah, yeah. It, it, it just, it, it just it. goes wow. as it is nice so that's something i've been doing since i was 14 15 and first it started out very basic like when i was in high school i was obsessed with ti the rapper T-I? <laughs> The, the rapper? rapper? Yes. I told you she got, I, I don't know. I like I linked it to T.I. But, but then again, I was like, no, she doesn't mean the rapper. Yes, the rapper. Why girl. were you obsessed A-T-L with... A-T-L Okay, girl. I see you. <laughs> so, like, I would write poetry about him, poetry about stuff that he would say, no. his music. Yeah, he was Did you crush. write poetry about what he said regarding yeah. his daughter? Um, No, because I he wasn't to that extent. He didn't have, like grown children back in the day mm. all his sons were like three four and his daughter was probably like 10 his stepdaughter was like 10 mm. so he he wasn't on that type of vocalizing stuff and now i don't really care for him to that extent i still find his music his old music really good mm-hmm. but i don't follow him to that extent but what, his, ma- what made you so obsessed with i was in love with the movie atl Oh wow! I yeah, no, I don't know that movie. ATL with him and Lauren London with Cascade and him and his brother Evan Ross. Ooh. Girl, put that on the list. Ah! We gotta watch it. ATL. Okay, yeah. okay. So I was in love with the movie ATL, and I just liked his style, his swagger, the way he spoke, very like this southern. So cute. Yeah, oh he was god. my crush. Oh my god! So I used to write poetry about him, just like random. Like, but do you do you do you remember? Do you remember? I, have it, I have it in a book, but I can't remember exactly what it was. I remember mm-hmm. just like rhyming his name Tip because he used to call himself Tip to just stupid shit. Like I was fourteen, so everything <laughs> from back then does make me cringe right now. Cute. Yeah. So cute. He was like my first memories of actually writing poetry and making stuff flow and stuff like that. And now I write poetry on Instagram. Mm -hmm. so i use my instagram as like my blog post where i just post what i'm feeling at the moment what is your name on instagram uh jadedpoet.alnai i-l-n-i-e 
Yeah, I can't spell in Dutch right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was the switch, yeah, right? Yeah, that was the switch. I couldn't, I couldn't switch to English. No, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. Jede pole dat al nai. So, like, al nai ka, maar zonder ka en a. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And then, being, writing my poetry. Okay, first I started on Tumblr. So, Tumblr is where I have, like, a lot of old, um, how do you call those things? short stories mm-hmm. so i would write like a page a four full of just emotions and stuff that i've been going through mm-hmm. and then i would just post it on my tumblr then i gained the following on tumblr and then i was like people was like yeah you should post on instagram so then i opened my instagram like in 2017 and then mm-hmm. i just started posting poetry there Dope. and then there it gained the following as well and then like people started contacting me like hey do you do this would you like to come and recite poetry at our events and stuff like that and i got nice yeah right before corona i had three performances planned i only got one to do damn yeah COVID. and then covid came and just damn. killed the vibe damn. yeah so that's something i would like to explore more like the art of performing spoken word Because, yeah, I have a long way to go in that sense. So I don't call myself a spoken word artist. But you call yourself a poet. I'm a poet. I can write poetry. That's my thing off the bat. It just flows. Like if I feel a type of way, I can just collect my emotions and make it into a prose poem. Mm. Yeah. So that's why I call myself a poet. I like it. Yeah. I always enjoy your poetry. Thank you. I really do. So, yeah, that's why I am a poet. I love... Okay. I like poetry. I can read poetry, but mm-hmm. I don't like historical literature poetry. It doesn't hit me as okay, well that's as a mouthful. So it's like um Shakespeare, I can read ah, okay. it, but it yeah. doesn't like move me <laughs> or you know we cuz I study English, so we learn about like the great poets of mm. the 18th century, 19th mm-hmm. century. Mm-hmm. It doesn't move me. It's interesting to know the stories behind the poems, mm-hmm. but it doesn't move me. I like more modern art. More contemporary modern poets. And who is your favorite poet at the moment? Favorite poet at the moment. Okay. This girl on Instagram, she's called Poetry and Things. Check her Instagram. Poetry and Things. Yeah. And her and I, we've just been communicating over poetry. And she wrote this really... That's so dope. Yeah. She wrote this really bomb piece called Smog. And it's about basically the representation of black women and the smog in our lives and what we have to deal with. Mm. Deep. It's really good. Wow. She's dope. And she does like the whole publishing of her poetry and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. So, yeah. That's something something you're working towards. Yeah. Something I would be interested in doing as well. But now I feel like I have too much balls in the air juggling. So I have to, once I'm done with school and then I have more free time, me time, I can Mm -hmm. focus on that. Yeah. I'm ready for that. Right? So ready. And a lover. A lover. You said it so passionate. I'm a lover. I, I love to love. I love love. And love is not always a basket of roses. Mm. And I accept all angles of love. The hurt, the positives, the negatives. When love doesn't love you back. Or when you love love, but you're not in the space to accept love. Mm. I just love love in all its elements. Because like our souls and who we are, love is a layered thing. It's yeah. such a layered word. Because what, what makes me feel love 
doesn't always make someone else feel loved. True. Because we talk about our love languages and that's just like bare minimum when it comes to the word love. Mm -hmm. Anything can be love. Love comes from gratitude, appreciation, trust, hurt, Mm -hmm. pain. All of those things are linked to love. Because you don't hurt if you're not loving someone. If you're not in love with a thing and it's gone, then you're going to feel hurt. If you love something to a certain extent, you're going to go. It's going to bring on passion. It's going to bring on drive. So love is an element that is connected to so many things. And how does your love connect to your poetry? Because a lot of my poetry comes from me processing emotion. Mm. So it's not only like heartbreak poetry, but it's also like I talk about my loved ones. I do ODs to like my family members that have passed away to music that I love, to films that I love, just stuff that really inspired me. Love love comes with inspiration to me. Mm -hmm. And love channels emotion. So that's a way that I... Poetry is my outlet for emotion. So like love intertwines with poetry because my poetry is me. It's like I don't write about stuff that I cannot relate to. Everything that I write about is coming from my experience my something i heard something i saw mm-hmm. so yeah it all ties back to that as well well that's deep balls deep <laughs> <laughs> that's very deep right that's very deep and how like yeah i mean asking what is your love language is so corny but mm-hmm. what how is your I, love language? how do i love I like quality time. Like, you could spend all day with me and I could just feel so much love. We could just be doing nothing all day. Like, Mm. this I love right now. This is just making me feel good. Mm -hmm. Like, quality time for sure. And acts of service. Like, if someone tells me, like, I know I can do a lot by myself, but if someone be like, let me do this for you. Like, you want me to do this for you? Like, of course, go ahead. I I could do it myself, but I I would like for you to do it to me. For me. Mm-hmm. So those two are high on the list. But in all aspects, I like words of affirmation and what are what is the other one? So you have acts of service, service words of affirmation, um, quality time, time, physical touch. Physical touch, you and gifts. Um, yeah, to be showered in gifts yeah, or so. Yeah. yeah all, something like, like that. Like in every situation, I would appreciate everything every one of those love languages but Mm. quality time and acts of service are my two top Top. yeah top tier wow yeah hmm yeah interesting right now that i think about it make me think about it i Mm. I don't ever think about it but yeah those are my top two because like if you be like, yeah, I come a for long, so that I be like, sure, come over, let's make a charcuterie board, let's go. <laughs> yeah, some tapas, let's go. Oh, yeah. tapas, yummy, right? yummy. So I honestly forgot what the third one was. I said, um, I and to... writing, writing. When it comes to writing, I link writing and my poetry together, because I don't write as much short stories or longer text like i used to because now i'm so consumed writing essays for mm-hmm. school and stuff like that mm-hmm. but if i have to like your girl can throw it down i could put ooh. some language in there that you could be like oh girl ooh. so it's like something that comes easy to me writing mm-hmm. i can express myself through words easier than through conversation or 
however else. Yeah. That's why I say writing. But I would link that to poetry. Okay. Because so I write in my journal. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. journaling is my thing as well. That's how mm-hmm. I process emotion. And from journaling, I usually see like certain things. I would say I'll be like, that would spark a poem in my head as well. Mm-hmm. So journaling and writing kind of all, and poetry all go together. They're like mm. a collective group. And the first thing you said that... Like, I really, the way you said it, like, I'm present. Mm-hmm. And you had this sparkle in your eye. Like, yes. Present. I'm yeah. present. Can you, yeah, can you share more about you being I present? I think for a long time, I wasn't, I didn't, I couldn't find my voice, or I didn't mm. know I had a voice, and I didn't know who or what I liked. Because there was a point in time where I wasn't writing any poetry. Mm-hmm. I wasn't doing stuff that I like. I was just in this gray area, especially when I first moved here. I was just like, who am I? Like, what do I like? There's so many, like, people. This also made me feel a type of way about myself because there's, like, when I moved here, there were so many people who knew each other and had a way of being a certain style. And then here I come, my little St. Martin ass, trying (laughs) to figure out, like, okay, what do I do? Like, if the things I was doing on St. Martin not going to be suffice for the life I have here now. So mm-hmm. I kind of had to relearn what I like and how I navigate spaces. And I just ended up as faith would have it. <laughs> because when I first moved here, I was supposed to study social work. But then mm-hmm. my the school that I applied to was full. Mm-hmm. So then I ended up last minute going into teaching assistant. Mm-hmm. And since I was a uh, a child i've always played i have a very large imagination by the way i've always <laughs> pretended to be a teacher in yeah. various situations mm-hmm. so in a way i kind of manifested that out of my life because i was like yeah i'm gonna be a teacher but then when i was in my late teens i switched because i was like no i'm just gonna be a social worker because then i can help people blah 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 <laughs> but the universe was like no check you manifested that you're gonna be a teacher and so let me put you on that path yeah so in that sense like it just fell into place Mm -hmm. and then certain things that I did the people that I met just helped me find myself even more so it's not like I intentionally navigated certain spaces I just ended up being where I needed to be Mm -hmm. and that's kind of how it brought me into being present because I was like okay I here for a reason I doing these things for a reason this nourishing my soul this isn't so that made me think of myself as a present soul. And how do you nourish your soul? <sighs> a lot of things. <laughs> I like, okay, to Give nourish. Me two. two. Two things that nourish my soul. That's tough. Because <laughs> I like so many things. Okay, what, what definitely comes to mind is food. Mm-hmm. So everything surrounding food, having food with people, making food, food nourishes my soul and mm-hmm. also being able to be alone. Mm. I don't mind not being at a party <laughs> or I don't mind leaving the club at 2.30. I don't mind. <laughs> I really don't mind because you could leave the club, you could still grab some BK and then head home. Girl, BK? Girl, after the club. Oh, girl, let's Mickey, not talk Mickey about D, that. Mickey D. Ew. Okay. I mean, I could do Mickey. Moving on. I could do Mickey, but... Moving on. Okay. People gonna hate me for this. <laughs> but yeah, I could...
could be alone. Mm-hmm. That nourishes my soul. When I know that I could come home to my space, do what I want, unwind how I want, do things my way, that makes me feel good. Mm. Yeah, so food and quality time with myself. And when having that quality time with yourself, what is it that you do? When, um, what do I do in my quality time? Mm-hmm. Just you being you in your space. Okay, what I like to do is I like watching random stuff on YouTube. I'm mm-hmm. into podcasts. I like to hear people talk about music and music history. Mm-hmm. So I listen to podcasts like the Joe Budden podcast, the JB Boys in the house. <laughs> <laughs> Because they talk, they talk about like music, and that's how I kind of get keep up to date with like current affairs in music. Mm-hmm. And they're just hella hilarious. And I like to watch a few family vloggers that I've been watching since I was on name, probably like when I first moved here, okay. because I believe in the principles that they portray. Mm. So what I always tell people, like you notice, like if you want a certain life for yourself, you have to think in that man yeah. mindset and manifest yeah. those things for yourself. And I'm not talking about like the material things that they have, but the love and bond that they share with each other and their viewers and their followers. Mm-hmm. And that's something like I would be a family vlogger, although I'm very private. A family vlogger. vlogger. Well, so I would be like, this is this is how I navigate my life with my kids. I would do that. I'm very interested I, in that. Like, I hear, I hear you, but I'm, I'm not sure. Like, cause I would love to like me being single right now, mm-hmm. kind of document my journey of singleness, mm-hmm. working towards to dating, after dating a relationship, and me being in a relationship. Mm-hmm. That's something I wouldn't mind having it as a vlog or a podcast mm-hmm. or whatever because mm-hmm. being single is tough it is it's struggle dating struggle is tough and but a family vlogger i don't i like me and my kids i'll be like act normal but that's that's what people <laughs> like to see they like to be like giving like i like to see the when, raw yeah the raw so, shit yeah. yeah so it's like if your kids annoy and be like hey sit your ass down <laughs> Can't you see the camera on? You see the camera on, right? You always <laughs> come in without when the camera on. <laughs> oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I just find that very like it just make you make me feel a sense of normalcy, if that makes mm, sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah, so like it's a form of reality TV, but unscripted, and that's mm. what I like. Mm. Although a lot of things you can, especially when they're doing their ads and stuff, those things are scripted. Yeah, of course. But it's still real life situations. Like they go through like real life stuff. Yeah. So that's why I like about. That's my little hole I go through in YouTube. And I'm really into music. I love. Favorite song at the moment? I have two Alicia Keys. What the fuck is it called? Um, oh my god. Wasted time. Wasted, wasted energy. <laughs> wasted energy. Wasted yeah, energy. Yeah, wasted energy. And Alina Baraz. To me, those are my two favorite songs at the moment. And Mac Miller, right? Those three songs are my okay. favorite songs at the moment. Favorite album at the moment is Leanne Le Havis. That's my favorite Ooh. album. She has a good album. I need she's to always to that. good. She's like, yeah. <gasps> she's a goddess. But yeah. So that's what you do. When you that's what I do, and I smoke in your weed. You smoke weed, girl. Yeah, I'm a weed smoker. Um, not as active as I was 
quarantine has made me less of a smoker as well. Because mm. as I said, I can't be in my space and doing the things that I normally do in my space. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. not like I'm not going to smoke because I have shit to do. Usually when I come home, it's like my That's night time is when I smoke, yeah. I do my thing. Mm-hmm. But since quarantine, I've, I, could, I have a joint there at home that I've been smoking for like four days now. Mm. I can't finish it yet. Yeah. So that's... The perks of COVID, I think. Right? So that it also made me more active. Like, I'm a gym life. Back in I'm the trying gym, to be like you. Girl. <laughs> so, yeah. There's Back some in the perks gym, to I see it. You. Yeah. Because I felt like sluggish, just not. Because I wasn't getting my steps in. Mm. I wasn't hardly. I would go outside. We would go for walks and stuff like that. I would go to the grocery store. But I wasn't as active as I no. would be if yeah. I was teaching and moving around Going and seeing up people. And, down. and yeah. yeah. So it made me feel very sluggish as well. So I was mm. like, I need to get my ass kicked and get back into like my body being active. Mm. So. You're doing a great job. Thank you. I see you. I see you. So another question for you. Yes. Because. Um, I don't know if, if that's something you believe in, but this podcast is inspired by an Oprah Soul session with mm-hmm. Joel Austin. Mm-hmm. Joel Austin is a preacher. Um, nice. And the title of the podcast was I Am. And one thing that really stuck with me is that it was either Oprah or Joel, but I think Joel who said, everything after I Am will come looking for you. Hmm. And yeah. that is like we having this conversation. I have that in my mind, mm-hmm. and I believe. But do please correct me if I'm wrong. That everything that you said has come looking for you. You being a teacher, mm-hmm. a writer. Mm-hmm. So how does that make you feel? Now that you say it, made me see these things in a different light. Because they always say you speak things into existence. So if you identify with these characteristics that you claim you are or that you know you are, mm-hmm. live by your truth. It's going to start manifesting in the things that you do and the way you move and the way you navigate life. So I know I'm a lover. I'm going to always choose love no matter how difficult it might be, no matter how fucked up it may feel. Snap. Right? You're going to choose that. I'm a sister because I have people I consider my sisters. So Mm -hmm. I know I'm a sister. I'm a daughter because I have a mom. And even if I don't have a mom anymore, God forbid, I am still a daughter. I'm somebody's daughter. I have a mom and a dad. I had that. Mm-hmm. and so forth so you're going to identify with the things that kind of nourish your soul and mm-hmm. enrich in your life and the things that the things and people that you surround yourself with are a reflection of yourself as well and how important is that to like um really be um yeah honest i think with yeah. the people you have around you because they I, are indeed a reflection of yourself yeah and i think like if you see qualities in a person, that doesn't mean that you share the same qualities to that extent. Mm. But if you see a person being self-destructive and you don't try to influence them in a positive way, mm-hmm. you'll kind of think about yourself like, am I really a true friend? Am I really a true sister to that person? Yeah. I won't let my sister or my friend be self-destructive without me giving advice or trying to help in whichever way mm. I can or could and i think that goes the same way for you being a lover yeah 
So it's like, I know I give love no matter sometimes I don't know how to express love or I express love in, love in a way that comes from a place of hurt or pain. It's still love to a certain extent. And then it's now you and the, your partner or you and the people you're loving with mm-hmm. to find space in, in within that word love like mm-hmm. how do you love your mom is different from how you love your dad or mm-hmm. how you love your friends true so that also ties into me as a lover because mm-hmm. me as a lover means i love my friends my sisters the people i teach i love each and every one of my students yeah. i learn so much from them i learn from my colleagues there are people you're not going to get along with mm-hmm. but at the end of the day i'm like Okay, if we don't mesh, we just don't mesh. And I'm not going to be mean towards you just because we don't mesh. I'm just not going to give you my attention and access to that extent. Mm-hmm. But like my students, like I want the best for all of them. For all of them, I want to see them strive. I want to see them be better. And that's just me coming from a place of love as a teacher. But I also think a place of you loving yourself. Yeah, because I want the best for everyone because... I haven't I have not always had the most easy life mm-hmm. and I feel like that didn't make me how to say it it didn't make me stagnant mm-hmm. like I knew what I wanted for myself and although like certain situations didn't permit it at the time I can truly say the life I live right now is the life I manifested for myself I can truly Ooh. say that girl yeah that it's not, right? It's not where I want to be, and I have a long way to go, especially but you're in your way. I'm there. I'm getting there. That's so, so powerful to say, like, yeah. and actually acknowledge and like be aware of it, but also being grateful that mm-hmm. it's a part of my gratitude. You, because I could sit and think about like, or where I still need to go, but I'm thinking about where I am now, and mm-hmm. I think about ten years ago, what. The situations I was sitting in, and the situations I was crying in, and mm-hmm. the situations I no longer wanted to be in. Today, mm-hmm. I'm exactly where I wanted to be. Snap. Yeah. Snap. Yeah. Gratitude. Wow. Grateful. Gratitude is a must. It is. It like, truly is. It truly wow. is. Unlike a teacher, a lover, a writer, mm-hmm. a daughter, a sister, a niece. And mm-hmm. did I say poet? A poet? A poet. And she is present. And I am present. My soul is present. I love that. Me too. What would be your final final word words words that sounds <laughs> like, very I ain't going nowhere. I'm you ain't going nowhere. But <laughs> <laughs> what would you like to say to the listeners that are trying to find their I am? Accept where you are. But do not remain stagnant if you know you're not happy with your situations, with the situation that you're in right now. Accept mm-hmm. it because it's a part of your journey. Accept mm-hmm. it. Show gratitude towards it. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people who have it way worse than we do. Mm-hmm. We're living in this Western world. Be grateful and just know that you can do whatever you put your mind to. No matter how difficult it may be. People may have like certain illnesses or... But parakinga, disabilities mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. influence them. But trust me, I saw I saw a girl with one arm playing a violin. Bitch, no. Don't. 
language sorry yes oh wow yeah so it's like that's really put your mind to put it put your mind to it yeah. like your mind is so powerful what you i'm speak. saying this to myself yeah. right now put your what mind you speak to, me, girl. to yourself pay attention to the words you use the words you think pay attention be present pay attention be present yeah and like being present is that does that also mean live in the moment you can live in the moment and still be a dreamer because I am a dreamer. I have a lot of fantasies. Hmm. You can still live in the moment. So make sure your day-to-day life remains on track. You're progressing, but be a dreamer. Hmm. Life is more fun dreaming. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's yeah. so much advice for you guys. Right? So I hope I'm you guys spitting. took notes. You'd be spitting, girl. Spitting. I'm definitely going to quote you. Yeah. Um, thank you. You're Thank welcome. you for this lovely I conversation. Fun. I really enjoyed it. It's like I've gotten to know you even better. Aww. Yeah. Let's not cry in here. No. <laughs> it's only Monday. Let's it's only cry. Monday. It's only Monday. Um, yeah. Thank, thank you, you for having me. Yeah. Look thank at you. you. I know. Snap, snap, snap. You lucky I didn't get into the Caterly Sam story. Ooh, girl. <laughs> well, this episode. is the end. <laughs> this that's, is the end. That's for our next episode. <laughs> For the, of the I am uh, the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. Um, keep an eye on my page. Keep an eye on Spotify. Keep an eye on everything. Um, yeah. Thank you.